0: Hi listeners, how are you? Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. I'm so happy and excited to be able to record a podcast for you again today. It's the 6th of August, 2021. I have a topic that I feel God wants me to talk about because the knowledge is important in the last days for His children. So the topic of today's podcast is is on our love lives. What does God think about our love life? What does the devil want to do with our love life? And how is our love life relevant in the end days? Yes, we're talking about love today, L-O-V-E, love. Now I want to start by saying that this topic is going to be applicable to all of us, irregardless of your age. It doesn't matter whether you're single, whether you're married. In the past, I think I was like majority of people where you think that my love life is my own. It only matters to me. I want to try to open up your mind to show you that our love life is often not affecting us ourselves alone, but there are spiritual dimensions and spiritual relevancy to the success and failures of our love lives, so that you can have a deeper understanding of spiritual warfare in this dimension. Is that okay? To all of you who have questions about your love life that you wanted to ask God, this will be an interesting session for us. The Bible verse that we're using is from 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 15 to 17. First Corinthians six fifteen says that, Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a prostitute? Never. Or do you not know that he who is joined to a prostitute becomes one body with her? For it is written, the two will become one flesh. But he who is joined to the Lord Becomes one spirit with him. Flee from sexual immorality. Every other sin a person commits is outside the body, but the sexually immoral person sins against his own body. The words of the Bible are very clear. I will leave you to go and meditate on the words later on when you have time. I want to draw your attention to the mystery of the sexual act. And you can see the relationship that is created, the covenant that is created between the bodies, between the parties that partake of it, whether spiritual, whether physical. So think about those relationships and those covenant as we go through our session. Let's be very clear about the importance of marriage on a person's life whether a man or a woman. Let me ask you in the world today, how many people desire to be married or desire to have a partner? And how many percentage of people desire to be celibate or chaste forever? So you can see that this matter has a wide impact on majority of people. Let me ask you the second question. How many times do you think you can be married in your life? Once, twice, three times, four times? I think we all agree that because of the nature of marriage, in each person's life, he or she is only able to be married once or twice, maybe more, but definitely less than 20 times, less than 50 times. This speaks to the long-duration impact of a marriage or even a relationship. How long was your last relationship? How many years of your life did it take up? How many more years can you afford to spend on filled relationships? Let me be very clear with you again. For a man or a woman, the most important decision that he or she would have to make in his or her life? Number one is the decision of salvation. The decision of salvation will decide whether the person has eternal life or not after death. The next most important decision that a human would have to make in his or her life will be the decision of your life destiny. What is your life destiny that you are going to accomplish for yourself or for God? Now listen, all you young people. The third most important decision after salvation and your life destiny would be the matter of your marriage. Love and marriage is going to occupy many years of your life. It's a matter of time factor because we don't live forever, we have a limited lifespan on Earth. Maybe we have a lifespan of ninety or hundred years old. The choice of a life partner, the choice of your marriage, is going to greatly impact you in the quality of your life for many years. It will affect a large part of the quality of your life. Whether you have joy multiplied or you are struggling constantly. Go back to 1 Corinthians 6.15. If you have made relationships or covenants with unsuitable people or people that God do not mean to be in your life, you are going to be trapped, you are going to be entangled, you are going to be encumbered for a number of years and with much effort you will need to put in in order to break free. And I have not yet started on the lasting impact of those bad relationships will have on you. Is anyone familiar with suffering loss of finances, rejection, having a low self-esteem, disillusionment? Do you understand what I'm trying to say? That there are such high stakes involved in the matter of your life partner. I know that it is the popular way today for us just to go with the flow or fall in love at first sight. After all, that's what the movies and the dramas told us is fun and exciting, isn't it? But I want to let you know that even if you do not do much thinking or planning about your love life, but there's two persons who does. Because in the spiritual realms, these two parties are well aware of the high stakes related to your decision of a life partner or marriage. The first person is God our Father because He loves us and He wants His children to have a high quality of life by marrying the right persons that will add to them and not subtract from them. The second person interested in our love life is the kingdom of darkness. So the kingdom of darkness know that if they can destroy or ruin your love life, they will be able to destroy many years of your life. They can destroy your faith in God where you think that God is not a good God or God doesn't care because of all these troubles that you get into. It can affect adversely. Other people beside yourself, it can affect your partner or partners. And if you have children, it can have negative effect on your children. And lastly, if God has called you to do something for Him, to be somebody of contributions to God by sabotaging you in a bad marriage, the kingdom of darkness is able to negate your influence and your effectiveness to do things for God. That is why we always teach that if you are serious about living a successful life for God, remember the order of the importance of your life decisions. First, salvation. Second, destiny. And third, marriage. Or the choice of a life partner. It is highly advised that you know your destiny before you look for a life partner. Because what you want to accomplish in life, your partner would have to be supportive and cooperate with you in order to maximize your chances of succeeding in the destiny that you want. Now, when we want to diagnose a problem, we look at the symptoms. How do you recognize if your love life is under spiritual attack? Here is where you need to be honest with yourself because it will help your spiritual diagnosis. If it is a problem of the flesh, then you need to crucify the flesh. So if you're having problems with your partner because you are self-centered and selfish, then it is your flesh that you need to work on the problem from. For symptoms of spiritual attack, you want to look for unnatural or illogical situations. You want to look for pattern, recurring patterns in your life or in your family. For example, if you are good looking and you are a good person and you are educated and you have a job and you can take care of yourself but for some reason you are always meeting unsuitable people. You are meeting people who do take away from your life, by encumbering you. Is it natural that someone of good caliber like you should be jinxed or unlucky, not once, not twice, but always, forever? Another example could be that you start a budding relationship with someone and things are going fine, things seem to be progressing well and all of a sudden the person without explanation or without reason runs away from you, drops you and decides not to progress the relationship with you. There's no reason and it's illogical. Or do you want to accept the devil's reason That is because you're undesirable and you're rejected? Please do not believe the devil's reasons for you. Be spiritually sharp and discerning. Do not think that because you are happy-go-lucky, the devil is also happy-go-lucky. This is where we need a balanced viewpoint because we don't want to be extremist or fanatical. We want to be well-balanced, sensible, well-considered. Being beloved children of God, we know that God wants the best for us and God has suitable godly spouses for us. If you would ask Him, Look at the examples of Adam and Eve, of Isaac and Rebekah, of Ruth and Boaz in the Bible. I will leave you with some last thoughts for you to think about. You know that in the world today, there are sexual attackers and rapists and molesters. There are people who are addicted to sex. Look at the symptoms of the behavior obsessive they can't control themselves addictions compulsions and think about what kind of unclean and perverse spirits are behind this kind of sexual attacks we've come to the end of our podcast i hope that i have created some interest in you i think all of us wants our lives to be a success and our marriages to be a success. I have only given you the opening or touch at these problems at a surface level. I would encourage you to ask God in your quiet time and ask the Holy Spirit. And I am totally confident that when you ask God for wisdom concerning this matter, plead the blood of Jesus to cover you as you study these things. And I know that God will reveal to you more knowledge. Thank you for listening. We have come to the end of our podcast. I wish you a nice rest of your day. Remember that God loves you and God loves those you love. In the name of Jesus, I bless you. Goodbye.